We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey there. We at Blue Wire just wanted to take a second to thank you for listening to this podcast. We know everything outside is pretty scary and uncertain, but we're committed to helping you get through your day by talking about the sports and teams that you love most. If you're looking for more great podcasts to distract you, check out bluewirepods.com. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the podcast and stay safe. What's up? You can tell by Bera's uh, giggling that you're listening to the Backliners podcast. Welcome in, everybody. Appreciate you guys tuning in this week. Uh, we're going to have a good second week of the podcast because, Barra, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it 100 with you here. Mm-hmm. You guys lost on Friday, and I thought yep. I might be getting Emo Barra come Sunday night. <laughs> I was a little bit nervous about it. I was like, man, I don't know if he's going to be in the mood. He's going to be all sad. He's going to mm-hmm. be doing that thing where he, like, shakes his head and puts his hand on his forehead and looks off to the side. He's like, <laughs> what are we doing, bro? I have to hear all that. I'm still doing that. Don't okay, worry. okay, good. I, I, I want to stay on brand for sure. But congratulations on your first SPL mm-hmm. win and uh, what I'm sure feels like far too long. Uh, and it was up oh, against forever. a really good United team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that, that you guys uh, just or you were just going over it on your own channel, but I, I just want to talk to you about the set. Um, did it go the way that, that you expected? I mean, obviously you want to go in and get wins, but uh, mm-hmm. a 2-0 I think might have been a surprise a bit. Um. I didn't expect game two to be so clean, honestly. I don't <laughs> I don't think we were capable of having a clean game. <laughs> I mean, the game still wasn't that clean, but for us, it was a pretty, pretty freaking clean game. Almost said a bad word there. Uh, it was a pretty, pretty <laughs> clean game. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Uh, game one, it was a little sketch here and there. Um, we made a, a few misplays. I actually made a lot of misplays, I think. Watching, watching it back, we messed up a decent amount, but it was still... Relatively clean and relatively, you know, 
it was good for us. It was good for us, I would say. Yeah. I didn't expect to be winning games yet. Like, I expected our ramp up and everything to be... I expected to be, like, a bottom tier for a while. Mm. Not, like, months or whatever, but, like, a few weeks. I didn't expect to, like, win a few sets except against, like, the other bottom teams, right? And then we just come in and have a clean game. Like, nothing makes you feel better as a professional player than to have a nice, clean game. Yeah, not not one of those... it feels good to win the games where you're down 10K and mm-hmm. and then end up stealing away a win, but these definitely yeah. feel much better. Uh, I mean, Jake on the Horace, man, <laughs> unbelievable performance. Were you guys surprised they didn't ban Horace game two? Because I thought for sure they were going to. I don't know if they would respect ban Jake. I mean, like, they were banning the tier, right? Like, they already kind of are. Yeah, I don't know if... I feel like it's just like a ranked ban to ban tier, right? Like... He's known for running it down his tier, so we're going to ban tier, and that's, like, our mindset. It's like, yeah, I feel like sometimes it's hard to see Horace's impact. Um, really? Because I feel like you're... it's easy to see when, I'm, <laughs> when I get blinked on and 2-1 and insta-killed. What do you mean? Yeah, I just feel like it's not one of those gods you're like, we got to get the horse out of here. Like, I just don't feel like it's a god that pro players freak out about. Like, sure. you saw Vode die to it. Like <laughs> which time? Died to it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, people it's are just, just inting into Horus, bro. On God, at least Snoopy beads the combo once. <laughs> you know, like good lord, I, that was something else. I, I think it's like Athena, where people just forget how to play against it, and people just forget how much damage it does. Sure. And then you get Wombo, and you're like, dear God, what am I doing? Like when I watch back, Snoopy dying is on her level one in game two. I didn't expect him to die. Like I ended in the game, I was just like, okay, we're gonna poke him a bit here. But Jake literally cleared the minions with his horror stun. I auto-attacked right through the minions that were just dying there. And it was just perfect. Like, yeah. Like, but, but even being in the game, I'm like, okay, he's like 450, 500 HP. We don't get the kill here. And I don't think people will I think people respect Jake's horse now, but I don't think before that set, even in that set, I don't think, you know, it'd be like, okay, we got to bend the horse. I feel like yeah. they would be like, we made too many mistakes. We gave Snoopy Uller, which I don't think he's that comfortable on. I think it's a meta pick, but I don't think Snoopy plays it. Um, and I feel like that was probably their decision-making after game one. It was like, we'll give Snoopy a CC immune ult and going into game two, he'll be much safer. And then he died level one, which is just like, Again, like this is really yeah, happening again. It, like Horace got another lead. Like what it am felt I like a bit of tilt. I mean, there was what three mm-hmm. kills back to back to back that happened really early game two. Is it kind of mm-hmm. hard? Like you're already feeling good. You probably felt like you got a really good draft that game because you got a lot of things that you wanted back. Oh yeah. And then you get three kills back to back to back out of the early game. Is there a conversation like, yo, this isn't over yet? Or are you just trying to ride that, that kind of momentum? From me, Vin, and Lass, there was a conversation of Jake. <laughs> Press the brakes. Like, when he flew into mid-T1. Bro, what was oh, that? Okay, that oh. should be illegal. What he got away with there, that was straight robbery. Okay, that was not okay that he that he lived there. <laughs> All of us were just like... Okay, so basically, he was chasing the Ryzen. And going back to it and watching it from a top-down perspective, it doesn't seem that bad. But Ryzen backed. And then I think Lass and Vin were maybe telling him, no, 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 don't go for it, don't go for it. And then, so he turns his camera around, and I think that's when he flew into mid-T1. And he's just like, oh, no. I think he's sending bombs. I think I entered. I think. I'm like 90% sure I think he said that. 
I'm pretty confident. He's Listen, man, if way. you said Jake, I think you inted. That's fine. No one, no one's gonna be angry at you for letting him know because yeah. he did it. But for somehow, he he got away with it. Um, just uh, I don't know, man. I, I really thought you know game one w- was pretty back and forth. Mm-hmm. I thought that you guys were gonna have the classic Renegades throw at some point oh, in yeah. that game. Did you feel like? Did could you feel it on the horizon? Could you feel the shadow behind you? Oh no, yeah, hundred percent. Um. When we did that fire giant, we danced around fire for like five, six, seven minutes. And then Jake actually made the call to all in fire. And so I think fire was like 3000. And then me and Vin are just like blowing all the damage we have in a fire. We blow every Merlin bun. We blow uh, who yield. And then I get caged off by Yonic. And so my auto attacks are hitting the Odin cage. And then they steal fire. and just like, here we go. Here we go. Yep. The curse, it's... Okay, you watch other teams. Yep. Other teams will just pull fire from the five people and they'll get fire and then they'll get, like, a team-wide kill, like, Deicide or whatever, and then win the game. Us? <laughs> nope. You got a bit of... I will agree that there is a degree of unlucker dog in your fire giant pools. Thank you. Okay, there Thank is you. a degree. I think sometimes, <laughs> maybe, you all in fires, you shouldn't be, and you're kind of open in the door, but I agree that for the most part... Agreed. You guys get a little mm. bit unlucky at times, but you come back and win that game. Uh, you, you said this is ahead of schedule. I mean, how, how much do you think this does for your team mentality going forward? Because, I mean, to, to get a win, and again, and it's not against a team that you're necessarily expected to beat. E United looked really good week mm-hmm. one. They lost a fairly close set to Radiance earlier on in the week, so they were sitting at one and oh, one. Yeah. But they looked good against Radiance, who, for my money, looks like the best team in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Uh what does this do for you guys going forward? This is a ton. Also, to that degree, I don't think United played that great against us. I think United played way below their bar that they showed against Radiance. And I don't think that they played that well. Yeah. I think we, we I think we were the better team that day, and I think we won because of it. Sure. And I feel like once United figures out I don't know if it's like a pacing issue or draft or whatever it is. Um, I just feel like they're not as good or they weren't as good today as they are normally. Sure. Um, not taking anything away from us. I think we played great. I think we still made our standard mistakes of objectives and a few other random mistakes around the map. Um, but I do think that United is a way better team than they ever played today. Yeah, I think I can agree with that. And, and it, I think you put it perf- perfectly. Like it doesn't, take anything away from you guys to, to acknowledge mm-hmm. that they didn't play their best today. Um, they'll get another shot at it and, it, and it's a pretty long season. We talked a little bit about exactly. Horace already. Uh, that's, a, that's one of the things we want to cover. Uh, real quick, if you guys are watching on Twitch right now, of course, make sure you can follow Prediction Esports and, and hop on. You can find this podcast, if, future episodes, last week's episode, whatever. It's on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. They also have a lot of other great podcasts there from other different esports. So if you're interested in Smash or Dota or Rocket League or anything like that, they'll have something for you. Um, We've got a couple topics today after we've talked about Renegade's win, which we already have. Uh, but mm-hmm. I want to talk about Horus. I want to talk about how to climb in ranked because I think that's one of the questions I get most when I'm streaming. I'm sure you get it a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. I do want to take a second to acknowledge that, you know, obviously there's a situation going on with Sanguine right now. Uh, we are not going to be talking about it today because uh, the League Ops team is looking into all that. And so we can save our discussion for if and when anything happens there. But... I want to talk about Horus because he popped off for Jake. Mm-hmm. He popped off for Rongyu. And we didn't see any Horus at all in 
SOC or SEC or any of the lower level leagues, which kind of blew my mind because he was so good last year. Like, I, mm-hmm. why did te- why do you think teams didn't play him? I mean, has he been being played since day one of scrims for this season? Like, what's the, what's been the deal that it took this long for him to kind of show up? Um, so basically, we convinced Jake that Horace is a very good god. Uh, it took a lot of convincing because Jake is or er, Horace is not Jake's style of god. Um, can you elaborate on that at all? Like, what what do you think Jake's <laughs> style of god is? Like, not a support or <laughs> like any god that he can go really fast on and kill a lot of people. On. What do you mean? Yeah. You can build a regrowth on Horace, and it's nuts. <laughs> it's so yeah, good. but he won't build that because we have convinced him that tank items are good items. Wow. And it took a lot. You have absolutely <laughs> no idea how much convincing we had to do for Jake to build tanky. What was and... the last damage item that's been really hot, tough to get him to drop? Is he like still trying to build Blackthorn Hammer every game and like really get I in think there? He... There was one game he built Void Shield on Horus for himself, and we were just like, "Don't do that." <laughs> but Barrett, he's gonna <laughs> swing. He's gonna no, swing. <laughs> just, just don't do that, dude. Like, just we need you to build full tank. We need you to be a front line and. It's taken a lot of discussions to kind of turn Jake into a, I would say like an SPL support because mechanically he is God tier. Yeah, His mechanics good. and the way he team fights and just the way he thinks about the game is really good. But then you'll still have these, <laughs> these ranked, like, I guess plays that come back where it's just like, you know, I have an ult and it's been like two minutes. <laughs> Guys, it's I itching. need to ult. <laughs> I'm going to press four here. I'm going to fly up and look for something. And then he did it. He flew up. He was like, I think I just want to press four here. And he flew up at Gold Fury or feel it was like blow our mids or something and just flew up and looked around the map. And that was it. He just. Well, yeah, he checked it out. I mean, that's just, that's <laughs> that's a classic. That's info, man. I mean, what what do you yeah, uh, what else did, do you need? He didn't find anyone. Took last on a little adventure around the map, and uh, that's that's yeah yeah. Um, With currently no NBA, NHL, MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Our exclusive partner, Bet Online, still has hundreds of sports, esports, events, and games to wagers on. Or let them bring Vegas to you with their online casino and blackjack. All open 24 hours a day and all online, including their $750,000 poker series. If you're into props and entertaining betting, you can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the weather. Visit BetOnline website and join today to receive a 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Be sure to use promo code BLUEWIRE. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. Back, back to Horus, back to the original sure. point. Yeah. Um, I think it's just a god that people just forget how to play against. Um, he's just a traditional support. He does a lot of damage. He's a warrior, so his scalings and damage are insane. And then his ult is one of the best ults in the game. Yeah. And I think for the team comps that we're drafting and the plays that we want to make, I think it matches uh, Sanguine's drafting and their decision-making and thought process, processes. And it just... We, we just want to do the same things right now. Um, so Horus works for both of us. It's also Ronnie's or one of Ronnie's main gods mm. that he is really, really, really good on. And Vote experienced that. And I think it just works for him and Android. They like playing aggressive in duo and they like looking for kills. And I think Jing Horus, like 
Horus allows Jingwei to get through the early laning phase. And that's what Sanguine did. And then for us, it was just, we wanted to kill people. So who you Horus is just like, it's just the best way to kill people. <laughs> Dude, it, it, you can kill people with anyone with Horus, man. It makes Jingwei a kill pressure god. That's insane, isn't it? I mean, it, to turn Jingwei into like impossible to fight against level two... <laughs> That that tells you something about the god for sure. Right, Josh does a roaster saying Sanguine. Yeah, I mean, you thirsty or what? Every other time, I'm so sorry. It's Sanguine, you know. It's like they're winning right now, so it's Sanguine. Okay. It's or like UI in, dude. I'm from Georgia. I can't pronounce things like they really can't put that on me, man. You don't have you. Last episode, you had a really thick Southern pronunciation of something. I can't remember what it is now, but I was like, "Holy God, he is a Georgia boy." Deep, deep down, I can, I can hear the Dallas Georgia in his voice. Like, yeah, I'm just not that great at talking. So <laughs> well, the good thing you're doing a podcast, right? Yeah, that's exactly where we put people that can't talk that well. But you, you left click pretty well, and so that you're valuable yeah, to us in that. In that, hold W. Thanks to Jake. Oh, oh. The tower dive. I'm just going to cover that. Yeah, Jake go ahead. loves tower dive and loves to do gold furies. So <laughs> game one, he was like, can we tower dive this? And I'm just like, sure, man, let's go for it. And I just got in there and died. You did <laughs> get in more? there, though. Say what you will, but you got in there. Yeah, and then chat's just like, oh, my God. This is the old Barracuda. He's diving towers. Like, dog. The, the old Barra. <laughs> the, uh, the launch tournament Barra, right? Every set, there is literally... The old bear is back. I'm just like, how do you guys say this every set? Like, yeah, I don't know if on, I'm man. guilty of that. I try. I, I think I've been in to stay clear of that one, but that is definitely a phrase going around. I mean, do you think that you had a fall off period last year? Do you think that it was individual? Do you feel like you're back, so to speak? Are you back to vicious and delicious Barracuda? Or, or, or are you the new Ataraxia? Are you the no, new passive ABC? So to speak. No, I just shout to Mifflin. Never been this aggressive since launch tournament. <laughs> That's right, baby. Launch <laughs> tournament was when you were last unleashed. Yeah, I was diving towers then, dude. No one could hold me back. <laughs> Bro, everyone oh. looks like a little baby lamb in comparison to Zapman at launch tournament. Are you kidding? That guy oh, was. Oh my god! Yeah, a, a, a rabid animal. Just chomping at the bit to dive every tower. No one else could have possibly matched that level of unbridled aggression. Yeah, Zap in his in his uh, old days, as both of us reach our fifties. Um, <laughs> I mean, back in the day, I don't think he cared if he won or lost games. I think he just cared about diving and like making the play. Sure, and he just like watching Steve play is just amazing because you don't know if he's just like making a play or if like that's like he went through like this complicated decision making process of just like you know maybe if i apollo or phoenix like maybe like i'll bait everyone and like yo i could lose the, the game game. here or i could quad <laughs> kill them all and my stat line is gonna look pristine afterwards you know that's that's <laughs> always the thought process for him but yeah i mean do you feel like you're you're going back to I think of your your glory days, so to speak, mm -hmm. in the past of your career. I think season three was your strongest mm -hmm. year as a player. Do you agree with that, number one? And number two, do you think yeah. that you are improving to be one of the top 80 seasons in the league again? Uh, yeah, I agree with both of those. I think season three, I was just, I had a vengeance in me season three. I just. You were mad, did. bro. I don't know <laughs> what you were mad about, but you were mad that year. I don't know. I just. Wanted to literally end every ADC's career that went up against me. And 
I think I'm kind of getting back to that point. I don't think I'm individually. I don't think my laning phase is up to par with other like really good laning phase ADCs. I think Cyclone is by far the best laning ADC out there right now. Um, I don't think I'm at his level of like career ending, but I feel like I am getting better, and I feel like my team fights are still top of the line team fights for other hunters in the league. And yeah, I just feel like I'm getting better. Oh yeah, so <laughs> I went back to watch some old YouTube videos of mine. It was like season two or season three, and I was like. Because everyone always talks about Barracuda always hit every auto attack and or every AA, whatever. And I went back to watch my gameplay. I was like, dear God, I sucked. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it was awful. I missed so many buttons. There were so many obvious plays that I didn't go for. And it's just everyone, like even ranked players, have just gotten so much better. Everyone's just so yep. much better at the game now. I was going to say so, the scale has just moved, right? Like you yeah. may have been feeling like you were hitting every auto attack, but that's because back then mm. no one was hitting any auto attacks, <laughs> you know, like they were just missing everything back. Yeah, in the I watched the laning phase of me versus Zap, and it was one of the worst laning phases I've ever seen. Dude, you want to talk about good us. content? You guys should both watch so that back on stream together and just laugh. Oh, about no, it. that would be hilarious. <laughs> I would watch that instantly. That'd be so much fun. It was so long ago, he had his old ricochet. Oh, yeah. Did more damage. The charge up. Oh, it did the charge up, too. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. The jump where he flies up in the air. And then just, like, roller coaster. (laughs) Like, you're in in one of those, like, (laughs) roller coasters where you strap in and your feet are dangling. That's what what it looks like. (laughs) Man, I almost got Baron to ruin his computer right there. So close. Almost had him. That was almost really bad. (laughs) (laughs) Renegades would have been mad at me, dude. Yeah, dude, he just straps in and glowing up to the top. Here I go. (laughs) I was thinking about that, man. There have been so many changes. When we were talking about you playing in season Mm -hmm. three, I saw chat talking about season three soul and how nuts that character was. And in season three, Jing Wei. I will say, I'm always saying that hunters have it too easy with their itemization, that all their items are so cheap and they get so much farm and all this kind of stuff. And I'm right about all of that. But I will say that hunter kits have lost a lot of nonsense. But I think it's for the better because there have been some nonsense hunter kits, bro. Chiron, Soul, Jingwei, all of those kits were something else (laughs) on release, bro. Something else. Do you just forget about Heim? Okay well, okay, well, that just makes my argument even better. Hunters have it so easy, bro. What do you mean? Dude, uh, Hive is just stupid. <laughs> like, <laughs> I played a rank game the other day. It was late game. Heim did 1,800 to me in three auto attacks without crit. Well, I mean, were you standing still? Like, was he landing his auto? We were auto attack trading in a late game fight. <laughs> Sounds like <laughs> he won the trade, man. I don't know. I don't know. He, he won the trade. He decided to hit for 600. An auto attack. That's a lot. Without crit, yeah. did he have fire or something? That seems impossible. I'm pretty sure it was fire 3K pot. Okay. But that makes sense. I, I need my argument to sound as exaggerated right. as possible. Understood. Right. It, it was did level one. He actually killed you three <laughs> times. Like I don't. Know. He respawned you in place and then killed you was, again. <laughs> it was, I was weird. Pretty much role playing vote. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Bro. I did not know. Can I say for a second on that cast, like, what am I supposed to say? You know, like, what am I supposed to say about that? He like, he saves his beads for next week. It, it doesn't beads a full Horace Jingwei combo. And then he walks back and he's getting zoned and he's like, 
I can eat this combo. Like, uh, it's fine. <laughs> what am I supposed to say? He's trolling, dude. Okay. Okay, shout out to SSG for not being 3,000 gold down. Yeah, they this. played the map really well. I don't know how. Like, Me neither. They vote made it up. Literally went full, like, int mode, like, intentional feeding. I don't know. <laughs> tactical feeding. I was trying yeah, to make tactical feeding, that. Right. Full tactical feeding and just kept dying. I'm just like, what is he supposed to do here, right? Like, he can't step up and farm. Nope. So they ended up roll swapping, which is actually genius. Really smart. I don't think... I don't think Vin would roll swap for me. I feel like he would have just been like, <laughs> "Good luck, you did you did this to yourself." That man is so. Oh, he wasn't even fed, by the way. Like the mid went over. That's how OP mid is. Oh, uh, here mid we go. Got like, okay, you got so much farm, dude. <laughs> and then they gave you like a little handicap baby wall. No, no, so, no. Oh, they can't come on me from this side. Listen, like, man, <laughs> it's just Dardes. Dardes creates farm, bro. Uh, on God, like he he creates it out of nowhere, and I'm convinced it's because. <laughs> Cherio steals so many back camps that he doesn't need to take mid waves. And that's why Dardes is always so far ahead because Cherry never comes there, dude. Never comes there. Big man gets a lot of farm. It's because they don't share a lot of mid waves either. It's only those really, those two teams, they always seem like, oh, and Shinto always gets really far ahead. But Rogu just accepts that he's going to be down two levels and doesn't (laughs) care about it. Like a good support should. That's, That's what support should be doing. They don't, don't need farm, dude. Raffer, right? Yeah, Raffer, like, Raffer's always... I mean, he, he kind of shares a little bit, I guess. But he rotates over to Duo a decent amount. I feel Does like... He, I feel like I don't see Raffer that much in Duo. Maybe Raffer's just doing the Ronnie and just like, you know, I'll sit at gold. You guys push both those waves. I'll sit here. I'll be your mobile ward. Tell me where to go. If you need me to go to their red buff, if you need me to go to their purple, maybe their back camps. I'll just walk up there. You know, both my side lanes need farm. Or I guess mid and... Duo knee farm, and I just, you know, won't get farmed. That's what, okay. That's what Ronnie does. Heroin had an idea many years ago, and I think this is the best idea I've ever heard. Support should hit level five and then sit in base until I'm ready to team fight. And that way, they have their own. That's what Ionic did today. That's what I'm saying, dude. Everyone, Ionic really behind? Who cares? He presses forward, he's relevant. Everyone else gets to stay even or ahead. Don't take my farm. Show by teleport so you can just teleport to a ward. Mm-hmm. And then get in there for me and insta die. I don't care. Just taunt that person and I'm good. See, we actually misplayed today by killing Yonic so much, in my opinion, because right. Yonic took that as okay, I will just walk up to Fire Giant every time you guys pull it. And if you want to get off Fire Giant and kill me, go for it. Because I'm not worth anything. I'm a level 12 Odin. And I'll be back in like 15 seconds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I bought teleport for this. <laughs> I'll come back. Who cares, dude? Not me. Kill me if you want. That's sometimes a strategy you got to do. Uh, I do want to talk about ranked and how to climb. And this is really for me because I'm stuck in ELO hell right now. And I need your help, Barra. I'm not, but I am. But, oh, I, I was about but to say, I'm not. Like, I'm pretty sure you were in my game, so maybe I'm in ELO hell. We are in ELO hell. All of us truly at some level are in ELO hell. Um, Every time. Okay, no. One. One. If Jake's in your game, you're in ELO. <laughs> yes, you are. Okay, I've been saying this for a long time, all right? Ever since the all-movement speed meta started, like, last year, the, mm-hmm. you do not want to be in the best-ranked game available right now because it 100%. just gets trolled every time. Mm-hmm. You want to be, if, like, the ranked lobbies are ordered in ELO, for a high-level player, I want to be in, like, the fourth-best game. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm allowed to say that because I can't get to the number one game, and this is my like cover for it. But I want to be in like nice. the fourth best game because I'm with players that are decent at the game, supposedly. Mm-hmm. That want that well, that's think, what tells me. right, right. That think they want to get to the top game, so they're trying hard still. Mm-hmm. Whereas the top game is not trying hard ever. If you see ten mm-hmm. pros in a ranked lobby, that game is gonna suck. Guaranteed. There was okay. There was a game yesterday or this yesterday, I think. Okay, there was nine pros in it and in my Zen, and that game was a sweater. Really? It was such a good game, yeah. And wow, that's shocking. It, dude, I think if In My Zen was a pro, it would have been a trash game. <laughs> because everyone on In My Zen's team is like, oh, I got to try hard because I got Zen on my team. And then everyone exactly. and everyone else is like, well, I'm not losing to In My Zen, so I got to get in there. And that's nothing to do with In My Zen as a person. It's literally just, I don't want to lose the only yeah. non-SPL player in here. Exactly. Uh, and, uh, and I respect that. And Neil went... Sweaty emoji. Oh, sorry. I'm getting off topic. I'm a terrible podcast person. No, that's all right. I didn't even ask you a question. I didn't even ask you a question. What is your advice for ranked (laughs) players who want to climb? Um, I think the main thing is to focus on yourself, right? Because if you focus on your teammates, you realize all the mistakes that they're making, and you just get caught up in my team sucks. My Heimdall built meditation and now I can't win. Or my teammate decided to dive a tower and die. And wah, 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 I can't carry these losers. I'm playing perfectly. Like, you're not. You suck. Everyone sucks. Everyone ranked in Smite sucks. There's no good players in Smite. We're all noobs except for, like, Baskin, right? (laughs) Right, of course. Baskin is God Almighty. And there's just a pyramid down from Baskin, right? (laughs) Right. We're all just trying to catch Um, up to him. Exactly, and we never will because we can't get to the top because he's the top. Right. So, off of that pyramid, there is a ton of people making mistakes everywhere. Like, in a gold game, there is probably millions of mistakes. Millions. Like, trillions, probably. (laughs) Because gold players just suck. So bad. Is F.Dot still in chat? Is F.Dot still in chat? Gold players, terrible. And because they're not good at smite, they're bad as people, too. That's an important distinction. Yeah, that those are relatable. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Definitely. Um, so back to your question. I think it's just watch back your own replays and or even just record your games on OBS and just watch them back. Realize why you're dying or why you're making the plays that you were making. Realize if it's an individual mistake or you could have done something better or just even just slightly better. Like it's all about slight improvements, even as a professional player, it's all about slight improvements. It's all about either hitting that auto attack or knowing that maybe I shouldn't jump in there or maybe I shouldn't beads a blink Ymir freeze when he's got no follow-up, right? Like, right. it's just focusing on yourself because once you start focusing on your teammates, you just start complaining. You just start whining about why everyone sucks because they're not basking. No one's basking except for basking, right? Right. And that's just that's just what it is. Everyone sucks. Yeah, don't don't and, be trying to be basking for sure. Is yeah. uh, it, it, Don't be thinking and, that your teammates are going to be basking either. And honestly, for yeah, and for that ranked advice, that's what I do. That's how I got good. Is because I focus on myself. I realize that it's just a ranked game. Oh, another thing: don't look at your MMR. Don't. Oh, that's a good. That's a good point. Don't care about your MMR. Don't care about your rank. <clears throat> don't care about any of that stuff. As long as you are hitting Q up and just focusing on yourself, you will get better. You will learn from your own mistakes. 
and you will just get the climb because everyone else is getting those bad games like you are. Everyone else is getting that Heimdall meditation that doesn't know how to rotate, that will just sit and do it, will go 0-15, and, and we'll lose. Everyone is getting those games. And if you just, like... Another thing, some games are just losses. Yep. You cannot do anything to win this game. You will try your hardest. And sometimes your draft just sucks. Or maybe you have a mid laner that's playing solo lane this game. He has no idea how to lane against King Arthur. He will die five times. He will lose all of his blue walls. He will lose his tower in five minutes. Right when that Arthur finishes Glad Shield, he will die a lot. <laughs> and you will just lose that game. And until people learn that some games are just losses and to just not rage about it. And once you, once you start raging, you just play worse. Unless Every you're one of, those, one of those special breed of players that for some reason the angrier they get, they get better for some reason. I don't know who those players are, but I feel like there's a breed of them. It, you're not that guy. Most no. likely you're not that guy. Those are probably like 5% of players are that guy. Yeah, I'd be surprised so, if they're that much, for sure. I think that expecting <laughs> your teammates to do absolutely nothing, but also at the same time, trusting your teammates to do their job is like the right mm-hmm. mentality. Like, yes, I, I should assume that the Geb is going to shield me if I get attacked here. Mm-hmm. But also, I shouldn't put myself in a position where the Geb has to shield me if I can help it, right? It's like, it's finding that exactly. balance and definitely trying to look at, if you missed one auto attack and, and that person lived, even if the other person missed three abilities in a row, if you would have killed them because you landed mm-hmm. the auto attack, it's on you, ultimately, because you can't yep. control anybody else. Before we go any further, exactly. Barrett, there's a there's a big uproar in the chat right now. I was about to say, what is this about? About this gorilla question. I don't know if you saw this on Twitter. And I have a very I did not. staunch position on this. So this is good. You're, you're going to be fresh to this. Dear God. Who would win in a fight to the death? <laughs> One silverback gorilla who understands the stakes or 100 stakes? cloned Mifflins <laughs> who, all, who are not scared of death. Okay, imagine Mifflin made 99 clones of himself that he could basically control, right? And he can use them as he pleases to try and mm-hmm. kill this one angry gorilla. Who do you think wins in a fight to the death? Is it the Mifflin that said I haven't been aggressive since launch tournament? Uh, that's the same one, yeah. Yeah, gorilla, 100%. Yeah, it just Easy. got brain power, right? Yeah. <laughs> the gorilla's brain power over the 100 Mifflins, massive. Okay, listen. What it, rewind until Mifflin hadn't said that yet, okay? Before you okay. heard Mifflin say that sentence. Okay. Whatever, pick whatever adult you want in, in there. Who wins in a fight to the death? Wait, pick any adult? Uh, a, an adult with Mifflin size or, or someone else is like, uh, you know, a, a pretty big guy, <laughs> right? Like Mifflin's a strong dude. Okay. He's going to mess that gorilla up. He thinks uh, Mifflin thinks that he could win this with like far less than 100 for the record. I would still say the gorilla. It's, it's obviously the gorilla. It's not even <laughs> it's close. The These people are insane. Chat. <laughs> it's gotta be the gorilla. Chat. It has to be the gorilla. You don't understand how strong gorillas are you don't get it and i understand that there are 100 people is a lot of weight but you can't all 100 get on top of the gorilla at the same time mm. what it is obvious the, the gorilla gets to slaughter humans with the flick of a wrist he, yeah it's it's obvious okay I, i'm moving on i can't talk about this anymore i've yelled about this for so long it's obviously the gorilla okay that's it would, it. It would just be the gorilla thank end you end of story end of story anyways we are going to take some questions from chat that are not gorilla or animal <laughs> kingdom focus. I understand that that's not likely going to happen. 
but we're we can try at least. If you guys have any questions for us, we can wrap some up. Terrible questions. Yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be really terrible. There's no way that we get good questions. The chat's been spamming like gorilla question and gorilla gang for the past like five. Days. <laughs> They've been really no pestering me to can to ask this question all the time. Like I don't understand. They they just don't understand, and that's not that's not my fault. Um, ooh, what do you you see one you like there, Vera? You said ooh. Do you think the Obey roster will survive the end of phase one? Ooh, that is a good question. What do you think, John? Oh, what 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 survive me? No roster like, changes through the end of phase one. Yeah, let's just leave it at that. No roster yeah. changes. I think right now, I think I I don't think they would drop anyone. I mean, the person on chopping block would be like inbound, right? Like he, inbound. Yeah, he's Wolfie. the rookie, right? He's the yeah. rookie. Um, I don't think there would be a good replacement for inbound. I don't. I mean, if if they did chop someone, it would be them too. I'm not sure which one it would be, but I don't think they're going to make roster changes. Uh, I don't think. I'm not going to say that. Never mind. <laughs> Smart call. <laughs> I'll say it for you instead. Uh, I look. This team, they looked better today. They looked better than I thought they mm-hmm. would against Radiance, but. We we have watched Smite at a high level for a long time. You, I just don't think this team has the pieces to win a world championship, right? That's a fair. That's a mm-hmm. fair. I don't think anyone can contest me on that. And if you aren't trying to win a world championship, what are you doing, right? Like, what's the point of competing if you aren't trying to win? And I think that mm-hmm. that is the big thing for me. I, I know I went on a pretty long rant about this last year, actually in, in relation to you guys' roster, that <laughs> at some point, right? Like, <laughs> if you know that you, like, even if we start playing our absolute best and we and we all play mm-hmm. as, as well as we can and we get the meta down, you have to, like, you have a n- no margin for error to win mm-hmm. a world championship. And so if you're not, if you don't think that you can do it with this roster, then what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing for me is that I think that with this obey roster, I know it's only two weeks in, but mm-hmm. you can the, the proof is in the pudding, man. I mean, you can, the the writings <laughs> on the wall, whatever you want to say, this team is not going to win a world championship in, in this currently constructed fashion. So mm-hmm. either something has to change, or they need to get way better than what they look like right now. But that seems like a pretty uphill task to me. I. That is one that, to your point, I do feel like they played really well against Radiance. I don't know if Radiance just wanted to take it really slow yep. or if Obey was actually like playing the map well. It's really hard to play, tell that from a spectator point of view because like you're not in the game. You don't understand like comms. You don't understand what's actually happening on the map. You're just like, oh, from top down. Like today when Vin missed the gold for your secure, that was my fault. It wasn't Vin's fault. But from top down, it looks like, oh, dear God, Vin, what was that? It was actually my fault. So I'll take why. Why was it your fault? Do you, are you supposed to? Are you the guy who calls it? Both of us are. But Vin was asking, and the moment for some reason I didn't say anything. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, you were I, auto, I, you were left clicking pretty hard. So I was left clicking, getting on her ulted on top of a gold fury, and my brain just went to. <laughs> Yeah, we're doing that, by the way. We were supposed to. (laughs) I wanted you (laughs) to do the thing. They got the gold fury. Now I'm getting Camazal Tolson and Achilles blinked on. I I don't know. I like it it was just my fault. And I think a lot of that, you just can't tell how Obey played because against PK, they got slaughtered, right? Yes. 
Scary D took them to town. Yep. And just plowed them. It was just awful. And then today against Radiance, they played really well. They like, played great. I think Radiance will always win the late game against them because I feel like their team cohesion and individual skill is just higher than Obey's. But for today, the early mid game didn't seem that bad. Obey no. seemed like a top tier team. They, and... they were way better today, for sure. But th- that's what I mean. Like chat, someone in chat I saw ask, do I really think there's no room for growth for this team? And that's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this team can get better at an individual level and as a team. But it, it's just it's just that we have we have careers from most of these players inbound. I think that you can definitely count what he's done on the console as, as part of his mm-hmm. career and try and look at, you know, try to, I don't know what the, uh, I'm blanking on the word for it, project what these, what this team is going to be mm-hmm. able to do. And we need, there would have to be massive transformations for multiple players to reach top tier caliber teams. I mean, everyone's going to say that obey has, a lot to work on still. They're a new team, but that's the case for everybody. Team, Other mm-hmm. teams are not going to get worse from here, right? That's like th- your, Other teams are going to get better, and you have to hope that you can just improve better or more quickly than they can. And I'm saying that that is going to be tough uh, well, for everyone. I'll give you a hard question. Sure. What do you think they need? Like, okay, say hmm. you throw Cyclone Spin and the ADC on that team. Sure. Should they be winning? Would they be winning? Or would that be a top three team? No, probably not. So what what is the factor that they're missing? Is it individual skill? I I think it's a little bit of that. I think that they they either aren't willing to go all in on these early game comps. I think that Mm -hmm. if I were that team's coach, I would just tell them they should be jamming Hercules, Hercules support, Uller mid, like Thanatos Mm -hmm. jungle, like I want, I don't want the game to go past 28 minutes because well, that's, that's what they did last year, right? With the triple invade, right? They exactly. went like full boots Santos and just ran it down, ran it down, and and they set a whole meta based on that. Like they that, did, they really did, and that and that's what they need to do, I think, because that's their players' play style. I don't think trying to out late game radiance is a good plan for like mm-hmm. seven other teams in the league. Like that's just not going to work oh, against okay. a team like that. So it just feels like it's not the identity we can. Mm-hmm. We can all call a spade a spade. You know, I, I like Kurt a lot uh, on an individual level, uh, former teammate for a little bit. He has not looked good at all this year. Mm-hmm. And, and it is a way too small a sample size to, for me to be comfortable saying that this person isn't SPL level or anything like that. But mm-hmm. if this continues at this level, that will not be good enough at the SPL level. So that he's, he's just got to play better. But he has in the past. I mean, we can look... T- uh, pretty bad for a stretch last year and then came out and single-handedly beat really good teams by himself. Yeah, he was carrying against like top-tier teams last year. Yeah. I think it was the second half of the year. Yep. He was, yeah, he was, right. was popping off. Yeah, playing like Arachne and stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. you, you know he, he can do it. He dumpstered me on Arachne. <laughs> <laughs> Where, why doesn't he go back to it? That's what I'm saying. And then we got That's into the point. Terra Jungle stuff. I can't even talk about Terra Jungle, bro. I'm going to lose my mind. I can't do it. I mean, he's played everything, right? Like, at this point, he's just making content. Like, he just loads in to pick some bands, and he's just like, you what, know? What's going to look good two years ago? <laughs> yeah, I played a Terra Jungle game in a while. Nope. Here we go, boys. <laughs> do you know what's looking no, good I, here? Kumba Karna, and they're like, not again, dude. Here we go. No, I do. I, I agree with that thing. I think that identity is how you win Smite game. I think that they need to 
not adapt to other teams' metas and, like you said, find out what works for them and yep. find out their own play style. And I I kind of agree with what you said about the full pressure. I think full pressure works for some of their players. I don't think it works for everyone. I feel like Ducky has a very team fight style. Uh, I don't think he Dude, plays to win rota- later, dominate but, later. But he's rotated so well as of yeah. late. He really understands the, the, the macro of the map really well. Which well I think it's really hard for a solo laner. That's their shining point, in my opinion, is Ducky will rotate, I think it's like 15 minutes every game, and they'll just do a goal fury. And you just have to be ready for that every time. And that's, I think they're just a team. They have like team fight players with Wowie and Ducky, right? Like, I don't think Wowie will ever bring out Uller and just decimate people like Cyclone does. And sure. I don't think that, I think inbound can just bring out the aggressive picks like the Hercules, like just run it down gods, like Cat as well. Like anything would just run down. I don't know if Wolfie. I don't think I've. I haven't seen that much of Wolfie because he hasn't been in SPL that well. Yeah, in that long. since last um, year. Like, here's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't care if the enemy team has Fenrir, Dodgy, Knox, and two other things you want to cleanse. I never want to see inbound on Geb for as long as I live. Like, there's mm-hmm. no point in that play style for him. Like, it just doesn't. Agreed. It just doesn't work that way. I don't know. I just think that teams are too good now for you to load in and be like, we're gonna outsmite game those guys like that just doesn't exist anymore you have to go in with a real game plan and and i don't know that i think a lot of teams really struggle with that i don't think that's obey exclusive at all i think a lot of teams really struggle with that uh we're getting pretty close to time okay go ahead wait one more question yeah i like this the flavor question given a lot of misinformation over the role of the spl or role of the coach in an spl team how much of the current issues can be blamed on kasir yeah kasir Okay. I mean, it's impossible uh-huh. to say for me because I don't know how involved mm-hmm. he is in their picks and bans. And and frankly, from what I've seen, less so now, but certainly so in the past, teams have coaches and they probably don't listen to them that much. Like that, that has <laughs> really been a thing. Like they're there. They're like, hey guys, we should do this. And they go, yeah, man, sweet. Uh, can you grab me a water? And then like talk about <laughs> picks and bans. Like it, it's so hard to say how much value the coach gets yeah. there. And for a lot of teams, coaches are more... Um, more there for like the interpersonal relationships and understanding, mm-hmm. you know, helping, helping everyone get along and like understand what they want to do as people and how to get along with other people. And that role is incredibly important, like incredibly mm-hmm. important and, and no need needs to be diminished, but not every coach is coming up with these genius strategies for you. I think that's a, a bit of a pipe dream. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you could talk and, about it because you guys picked up Alpha Jackal last year. By the way, quick plug, did a role queue with coaches last year where they all talked about all of their roles on their teams. So you can go ahead and watch that on Spy Pro YouTube. Go ahead, Bear. Good plug. Thank you. Um, it depends on the coach. Uh, I'll, some coaches don't do a lot. Some coaches do a lot. I will say Roe is by far the best coach I've ever had. Um, Roe does, like you said, the interpersonal. It makes sure everyone's getting along with each other. Make sure everyone's on the same page. If they are on the same page, we talk it out. We focus on why people are getting angry or why people are focused on this issue. Like, I'll bring up Jake putting tank items. <laughs> Rose is a big factor in just nailing that into his head. Yeah. Of tank items make you not die. Bera Vin live longer. This good. Yes. Like, it was very, it was just a good talk. And I think it took like three hours, but we did. It. <laughs> but we got there, baby. <laughs> We got and there. I think having to lay blame on a coach is very hard 
because no one actually knows how much a coach does except for the players on the team. Yep. Um, and it's really hard to blame. Like, he could have the best ideas. He could be telling them what you said. Guys, we got to run it down every game. And if they want to pick some bands, they're like, you know what? I don't feel confident running it down this game. That's not on him. Right. Not saying he's doing that or whatever. It just, it's so hard to just place blame on anyone in particular. All you have is the, like, the gameplay. Like, you can't place blame on anything unless, like, we get some inside scoop on into any particular team, which I don't think any team will allow anyone to do that because I'll sure. just give everything away. Um, but I don't think you can place blame on anyone. It's it's just so hard, right? It's a team like, game, bro. It's a team game. And, yeah. and I think that a lot of coaches get the short end of the stick for sure. I think a lot mm-hmm. of coaches also come in saying they're going to do a whole lot and then don't really contribute. So, you know, it's, it's definitely not um, – all on yeah. the team, for sure. Uh, all right, that's going to about wrap it up for us here this week. Uh, next week, it's going to be the exact same time, 8 p.m., right after SPL, basically, so we get to break down all the most recent stuff that's going on in the Smite mm-hmm. Pro world. Again, guys, make sure you're following this Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash prediction esports, an extra E in prediction. Make sure you search for them on Spotify and Apple Podcasts as well for both the Backliners podcast and a whole bunch of different podcasts everywhere else. They've really, uh, they've really helped us out. And this will also be on Barra's YouTube channel, so you can go mm-hmm. in there. I always look at those comments. Um, give us some topics that you guys want to hear us, you know, want us to talk about. We're going to be talking about SPL every week, obviously, but some of the broader topics, like why Horace has been good or how to climb in ranked, I definitely want to get into those. And I think we should get a guest in here pretty soon, Barra. Maybe, sure. maybe I've got some ideas cooking in, cooking in the old noggin up here <laughs> that I'm not willing to let out of the bag quite yet, but I think that'd be, oh. that'd be some fun. It's going to it's yeah, going to no. be good for sure. Also, obviously, the gorilla would win against 100 humans. It's a gorilla. You guys don't understand how strong they are, okay? It's, I agree. It's, it's not even gorilla. close. It's not even close. Thanks for watching everybody. Make sure you follow Prediction Esports also on Twitter. Their thing is in the Twitter below, I'm sure. And uh, we'll see you next time here on the Backliners. Thanks for watching. Bye. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.